You're listening to It's Just Fantasy. Today we have Eli and Arlen coming at you. How you doing, Eli? I'm all right. How about you guys? Or I guess it's just you. Just the two of us. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got no sailor today. He is he was working until like 2 a.m. last night. Um, so he seriously cannot be uh, affording a minute, um, and I don't blame him. Uh, but this week yeah. we've got a we've got some call outs and waiver call outs in general from last week. Um, players that stood out to you. Um, we also have uh, some regrets. We're going to talk about some of the regrets that we uh, have over the last. Uh, I, I love how you only limited me to two. I could have had like a dozen. I know that's why I specifically said your top two because I knew you would have gone crazy with it. So, <laughs> um, and then we also have the playoff picture. So we'll take take, take a look at our league's playoff picture and see who uh, got knocked out, who still has a chance, and um, what needs to happen for each individual to be able to get into the uh, playoffs. And then we, uh, as always, we have Eli's league pick them. All right. So first up. What callouts do you have um, over the last uh, week? So I really liked your pickup this week, and I think I'll, I'll throw mine in there too. What was Kicker. my pickup? Lambeau. Oh yeah. He picked I... up Josh Lambeau, and and I think that this is the time of year where it really can come down to a boom or bust day for kickers and defense and special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess in that regard, I'd also give Mike some some cloud for picking up the Vikings too. Um, uh, sure. I think that might end up being a good pickup too. Yeah, uh, uh, even against. Uh, well, they're uh, going against Detroit Rogers. this week. Yeah, but for uh, are you talking about to hold throughout the playoffs or just for this week? Yes, I, I, I will include them against Rodgers, but I think Mike's going to stream them anyway. So for for yeah. the purposes of Mike anyway, in defeating you, I think. Uh, I think the Vikings are a solid pickup. You know, I had them last week, too, and I dropped them for the Browns again. My big reason um, for picking up Lambeau was um, Minshew coming back. and uh, Yeah. It's, it's crazy how he just transformed. It, like, like, he should have been – they should not have just let Nick Foles come back in. They should have just let Minshew stay the, the rest of the season. Um, leading up that he ended up getting uh, – uh, swapped out for and pulls the amount of money that you have in them. I can't blame them for wanting to figure out what you got going on there, but it's a big decision to go back and have like what $88 million sitting on your bench. Yeah, it's, but, but at the same time, that's future's future. Full, if you look at Foles' uh, you know, credibility, has been coming in off the bench too. So maybe you, you know, maybe you just pay him a glorified amount of money so they can come in and win you a Super Bowl off the bench. That, that's right. Well, we got to get there first. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my big callouts, I actually I had him at the top of my list. I wanted to pick up, and you know what? This player I would have played probably against um, over. I mean, um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I love the waiver pickup by Sailor. Robbie Anderson against Miami is going. I think it's going to be great. He's been uh, finally getting the targets, and, and they've finally found some kind of connection. It seems like. Going against Miami, I think uh, Miami's finally starting to be able to um, score on their own, so it won't be a one-sided affair. And that's why I think that on paper, Miami looks a little bit better against the pass because you usually don't have to pass. You just run it down their throats, they're fine. But they're they're starting to score now. 
Um, teams can't just run out the clock, and I think Robbie Anderson can dominate. And, and I think the Jets are in a similar position record-wise as Miami, and I think that this is a lost season for both teams, but I think the Jets have more of a core intact for what they're going to do going into mm-hmm. next year, and I think that they are going to be trying some interesting things with their offense, and Robbie Anderson will definitely be a part of that. Yeah. Um, I think that's a really good call-out. I actually looked to get him in my other league, which sadly I'm probably not going to make the playoffs because of Delvin Cook leaving the game last week. Um, I'm actually... lost me that game. Yeah, I'm actually pretty... Uh, I, I mentioned uh, Hill, and I'm, I'm pretty scared to play Hill against New England. The Patriots. I, my whole team I'm scared to play. They're all doing horribly. So, uh, we'll, we'll see. so when we get to that, Mike Mike did ask us to set his lineup this week. I forgot to mention that to you. We can take a look um, at the end but, if there is time to but, but put it out there. It's not much because basically I told him your lineup is fine except for your flex spot. And then I gave him some what I would consider for the flex spot. And that was about it. Um well, let's. It, what what, it, we'll, what is we'll the uh, what is, right now? He has Darius Geis in. I think that's a bad idea. That, so I told him Darius Geis or Julio Jones. Well, Marlon Mack might be coming Julio. back. Right, and, I, and so I don't think I don't think he plays Williams. I think that's where that's who we had there, and then so I think he switched him out for Geis because Geis will play. Uh, but I think that. If Julio is healthy and is a good to go, I really like his matchup this week against uh, Carolina. I well, think, I, I think I, it's I think... no brainer if he's good to go. You throw Julio Jones, and I, I don't think you can afford not to. No one gives you the upside on his roster that Julio Jones gives you. The other person, like Mac, if he's limited, do you, if he has a full practice by end of day Friday, I say throw Mac in. I think he's um, got a great matchup and. He's a and really they're good playoff, back. Or they're, they're in a playoff hunt, too. So yep. they, they they will be utilizing all the key features of their offense, whereas the only thing that, that limits me about considering Julio Jones is that they might just be like, look, he, we just paid him a lot of money. We, we don't want him to get hurt mm-hmm. in a meaningless game for us. Yeah. All right, so what uh, what has been some of your biggest regrets of the season so far? So I guess we can stick with the Falcons for now and talk about Austin Hooper, who I picked up in a trade, and I was really excited to pick him up and stream him with, uh, like, switch him him in and out with Vance McDonald. But then Ben Roethlisberger went down, and Vance McDonald had one big game when uh, Rudolph came in and then didn't do much at all, and so I dropped him. And then the next week I was like, it was between keeping – uh, Greg Olson, who also lost his starting quarterback, Cam Newton, or Hooper, or, or Hooper, and then I, I chose Hooper to drop Hooper over Greg Olson, and, and that, that really hurt. Um, that would have been, I did the math, that would have been four wins early in the season for me had I started, had I, had I just went with Hooper and trusted Hooper. Yeah, um, well, that, that would have put you in the against playoffs. Sales. That would have put me in the playoff contention at least. Um, mm-hmm. So that one, that one was a big, big hurt. Yeah, that was a rough one. The other, the, the other one that I chose was not reacting appropriately to the injuries. That, so I had three key injuries in the same weeks. <laughs> like I think in a two. Let's just span. clarify. Uh, you wrote 
and this is just funny. Um, you said not reacting appropriately in the show doc you wrote, not panicking enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which would be the appropriate true, response. And so, yeah, with, with Devontae Adams, he missed way longer than I thought he would. Um, mm -hmm. And part of it was because of the bye week that they had, where their bye week was. But I, I, I was really counting on him getting back before the bye week. Um, and that hurt because I didn't, you know, for the first two weeks, I didn't react. I, I didn't, like, look and pill for the waiver wire because I thought I would be all right. Um, and then Thielen went down. <laughs> and, and, and so then I was down two wide receivers, and, and there was no clarity on either of them. And rather than, you know, making a, 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 a boomer bust kind of waiver pickup, I went with safe bets and played it too cautiously. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this guy. Will I get had nine. I had similar like for my for my biggest regret. I have a similar kind of feel like you've it, what got me like I remember we talked about in the beginning of like I was just doing riskier things that ended up paying off. But the problem is once I made enough trades to get and traded away my future to get um, yeah. really great players, it's really hard to make those decisions. And I felt like for the last past few weeks. I've been playing it way too safe where I, sh I felt bad about a player. I didn't think that they would perform, but it's somebody like, you know, Saquon Barkley. How do you bench him? How do you bench Aaron yeah, Jones? Especially after How you gave up a first round pick for him. Uh, for Aaron Jones, but, I did. But yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean is, is like, you're too, like last I'm week going into last week, I, I was thinking like, I, you know, I, I was like, if Aaron Jones or Saquon Barkley have a bad week, I beat Ari. And and the likelihood at this point in the season for both of them having a bad week was pretty good. And then mm -hmm. both of them ended up having a bad week, and I ended up blowing you out yeah. of the water. Yeah, you you destroyed me, and it, it's a. Uh, I feel like I need to take a play out of um, the Jaguars playbook and. Um, Go back to your replacement players. Yeah, yeah. Bench bench the star uh, that you invested so, so I, heavily in. Um, that. That then gives me question of your one one of your waiver wire pickups this week, and that's Paris Campbell. What makes you think Campbell's a, a solid boom bust kind of play? Um, so with Ty Hilton out probably for the rest of the season, and they don't have a clear top, um, they don't have a clear well, top. Charles person. Rogers has been their guy though. Yeah, and. Uh, going into the season, I mean, he had the injury, but um, going into the season, he was uh, looked at as uh, one of the top wide receiver prospects. And um, and then he, the last game before he got injured in the middle of the game, he got hyper-targeted. And there's a few times where he was kind of starting to get a little bit more um, looks thrown his way. And um, so, you know, it might not be for this week. I haven't decided yet if I want to take that risk or not. Um, Robbie Anderson I would have played above um, some of my guys, but um, I don't think... I don't know if I would play him above um, now that a couple things have happened. So on my team, uh, Minshew coming back is really great for Shark. So I wouldn't bench him where I was debating it. Um, Bar is, is Shark healthy? Yeah. Because um, okay. I saw he logged a limited practice. I was yeah. concerned about that. No, I think he's fine. Um, the And then Eli Manning coming back, uh, playing Monday Night Football, kept me from benching Barkley. Barkley. What's up? 
I, I think that the, I think Eli Manning coming back is good for Barkley. Oh, it's, I think it's, they, they will rely on Barkley, Barkley so much more. Yeah. Um, the one thing though that concerns me about that is again it's a lost season for the Giants. Will they risk Saquon's health, long term health? I don't know. Uh, which is get... uh, speaking of waiver pickups, I ended up dropping his uh, backup. So Gallman, yeah, Gallman, if you want him, is... pick him up. I just don't think that I would play him uh, over the people that I have. All right, so no, I don't. Here's here's the thing. I'm going to give you some waiver wire advice. Play Singletary. No. Play him. No. He will. He's been getting. He should be your keeper. He's been getting a lot. Green Hunt is probably good, my keeper. Ooh, I I don't know, man. Well, you have time though, because you have until the end of yeah. the summer, yeah. and so you can see where he ends up. But that that one's a little bit more risky to me. Where Singletary's going to be the guy in Buffalo. And yeah, Buffalo's not a bad team at all. No, not at all. I don't think it's a bad team at all. I think the matchup over the next few weeks is horrendous. Um, mm. You've got Baltimore this week, Pittsburgh, and then New England. I just I don't trust it. It's just a bad matchup. I love the player, but it's just bad matchups for that. Um, mm. My other regret, uh, we won't spend too much time on this, is training away my picks. For Parker and for or, and my picks and Parker because Parker I had a great feeling about I really I thought he was going to be like a top twenty top fifteen wide receiver not a top five wide receiver where he's been the last few games um, since yeah. I traded him away so Parker has an excellent schedule and um, he probably should be Coco's keeper if um, yeah if not Andrews. Um, and then I got trash in return. Aaron Jones and uh, Lockett have been trash. <laughs> yeah. Well, Aaron Jones hasn't been trash. He put up a couple 30-point games for you. But... He put one. Um, and I, it's once Adams got back and fully got back in and uh, um, he was good to go, then they stopped also, throwing Also, Jamal Williams Jones. coming back and being healthy. Yeah, is that like, why they rely on him. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Let's... You also had him at one point too, didn't you? Who? Jamal Williams. Uh, just I picked him up and then dropped him. I, he's he's never been someone you can really like trust or throw out there. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, let's look at our. Uh, let's see. Let's look at our playoff picture. So, uh, we got. I I you know I knocked out. I want to like mention this. I knocked off the list, Dale. But oh, you did put it back in. Okay, good. I put I put it on there because so here's the thing though. He needs to beat them by sixty seven points or something. No, he's he still won't win the head to head though, because it's not it's not just head to head within the division. It's it, it's the divisional record. Oh. Uh, and so yeah. and Kyle Kyle dominated that division in the first part of the season, and then they both have the same amount. And so I looked at it. Dale's loss to Sessie in week two is what will keep him out. Even if he beats Kyle by a lot. He, I guess he lost to her both weeks, huh? Both times they played. Did he lose to her both times? Yeah. 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 I think so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That, that'll, uh, that'll do it then. So he is, uh, knocked out. Um, so the people that are the only person that is completely locked in, well, two people Is are Dan. Dan and Bray. Um, so, Dan and Bray, you are mm-hmm. the only two people that are in the playoffs. Congratulations. Um, I did not think I'd be fighting for a spot at the end, but I am. Um, I correct me if I'm wrong. I called it. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I need one of three people to lose, 
any just one of three would do it. I need Gil to lose, I need Sailor to lose, or I need Mishy to lose, and I'm in. Well, yeah. So, so you have to beat Mishy. Yeah, but it's so easier to say beat, one so of these three beat, people need to lose. <laughs> if you beat Mishy, no, it, no, none of it matters. Um, so, right. like that should be your main focus. Now, if you lose to Mishy and Gil beats me, Gil has you over just because of Gil's dominance in our division. Gil yeah. will have swept our division. Um, if he wins against me this week. Um, if you lose to Mishy and... So you could still potentially make the wild card, however, if you lose to Mishy and Gil beats me and Sailor loses to Dan. Yeah. Because you have the head-to-head tiebreak yeah. with Sailor. You beat him in the one meeting that you two had and, this season. And, won. and so it would, again, be the Pittsburgh Steelers defense would keep him exactly. out Exactly. Screwing Sailor. Yeah. My, if I um, can pick here, I'd rather just win. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I just, I, I like playing, I like the idea of playing Bray over Dan the first week. <laughs> so I don't know. I was looking at the matchups, and I think Dan has he Dan's does have most a, vulnerable. Yeah. In week in week fifteen is when Dan is most vulnerable. So if you're gonna if you're gonna win a championship and you want to, you're gonna have to play Dan probably. Yeah, I think I would rather play him in week fifteen. It's like with me and you last last season. I was glad to play you in week fifteen, not week sixteen. How many strikes do I get again? How many what? Strikes for not playing somebody do I get? It's you. You get two. Oh, you have two. Two, and then the third one I get kicked out of the league, right? Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna sit Saquon Barkley if um, Mishy wins. Uh, if not, Mishy wins. If uh, if Gil loses, I'm sitting Saquon Barkley, <laughs> so I can become the wild card and play Dan in a weaker week. <laughs> well, so you, but so still, you're not guaranteed. Oh, well, actually, no. Yeah, you are. If Gil loses, you're guaranteed. Yep. To go in. <laughs> well, no, no. That's that's. See, this is where your thinking gets you screwed up because if you sit Saquon Barkley and then Mike somehow beats you. Oh yeah, Gil Gil still losing would still cost you. Yeah, yeah but there's a couple mind. of Monday night things that um on each side of that matchup, so it doesn't actually work. I'm teasing. All right, so let's take a look at the matchups of the playoff, uh, the ones that matter, the playoff pieces that really matter, and then uh, and then we'll take a look separately at the Eli's pick'em uh, for the rest of the teams. So um, let's take a look at. Dan's first. So it's uh, Sailor versus Dan. We've got a uh, – Dan is projected to lose right now. and um, But he's projected to lose by a lot less than he was projected to lose before this Thursday night football game started. Right. So what changed – offline you were talking to me um, a little bit about what you think some of his thinking is. Um, I, think, I think Dan is playing a, a softer team – He's playing a stable team, but, like, Jack Doyle at tight end over Cook or Ingram, um, especially with Eli Manning being back behind center, I think Ingram will have a huge week. Well, we don't know so, if Ingram's um, – he he practiced limited, but has, he did that a couple of times, and he's missed multiple games, and it's a Monday night football game. So that could just be playing that. That could be being playing safe, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and Doyle, I love this week against Tampa Bay. 
Um, I think, and he's been, he's been targeted a lot. He's been doing really well. This is, let me read a couple of the totals in the last, um, this half point PPR in our league. And he had eight points, 9.7, 11.9, 4.3, and then 16.3. This is good for a tight end. Yeah, no, he's, he's solid. Like in, I don't know. I'm just looking at his matchups this week. I, I think he's not intentionally maybe playing a softer team, but I think his team, I think he wants Thaler to beat him. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I do think he's scared of seeing you in week 15 or 16. All right, well, um, I'll have to make sure that I, um, yeah, I'll have to make sure that I uh, lose then and <laughs> <laughs> can get there. <laughs> All right. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about your DJ Shark play. I playing him this week. I would maybe consider McLaurin against Green Bay or mm. Emmanuel Sanders if he's back healthy. So I would consider it, and I was considering it until Minshew came back. They are best buds. They love each other. They one of them has a top bunk, the other one has a bottom bunk. <laughs> uh, they go to camp together in the summers, and I think they'll do really well together. So, real quick know, before man. we move on to our matchup, um, all right, all right, yeah. who do you think between Dan and Sailor? I think Sailor's gonna win. I think Sailor will. Looking at just the, I don't know. I guess if if the Cowboys end up not kicking as much though. Uh, He's got a chance. I don't know. He's got to throw in, in my opinion, he should throw uh, Robbie Anderson over uh, Crowder. Crowder. I, I agree. I think that that's Or that's actually, yeah, Robbie Anderson over Crowder. I would throw Snell in above Lindsey. Um, and I would throw um, I would throw Fitzpatrick over Baker Mayfield. I would not. I would go back and look at the quarterbacks on on, on the. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. I, I would actually consider maybe Minshew. a Minshew or. I would or, play Minshew over both of them. Here, here's another one that's kind of skeptical the way he's been playing, but I would consider Philip Rivers this week. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, great analysis. I wouldn't do that. Right, yeah, sorry, to, uh, just looking at it further. I think my... Minshew would be a solid, solid. <laughs> choice though over Fitzpatrick I'm picking Dan for this one um embrace the shame uh and Le'Veon Levita Loca he needs to change that name because Le'Veon has been Levia trash but uh he should have a good one against Miami this week um I maybe uh I I so I think you will lose but not by much I think it will come down to you playing you wrote that you think I'll win (laughs) I know, I know, but uh, I'm still looking at the DJ Shark play over your bench. I I think That's fair. I think if you make if you make the switch for I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it on the line here and just say McLaurin, not even Emmanuel Sanders. I, I don't like Emmanuel Sanders against New Orleans, especially with Marshawn Lattimore in the defensive backfield. I think I think your better bet would be McLaurin in that spot. I would play Hunt before I would play McLaurin. Well, you got to play a wide receiver. No. What I would consider, if I were in your shoes, what I would do with my roster is I would scrap the Paris Campbell project, 
put Kareem Hunt in your flex and and or and or Singletary, except I think the Kareem Hunt matchup's much better, so I would go with Kareem Hunt in your flex, and then throw in McLaurin in in place of Shark. I won't do the latter, but the former, um, I am definitely considering playing. I can't decide between Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, and Campbell. So. So here's my thing. Here's my thing with why you would want to put Hunt in over your other options in that flex spot. Hunt is a receiving back. He's been doing dynamite work as a receiver. If you look at his targets, they are the same amount of targets as you would expect from a DJ Shark, period. Um, and so just the, the, the opportunities to see catches and that, those easy, quick, half-point collection that he can accrue, um, it's the same reason why Devontae Adams gets so many points a week isn't because it, it, he has big plays. He does have big plays on occasion, but he's getting like 10 catches a week. And that's five points right there plus the yardage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think with Kareem Hunt, you're looking at that kind of play too, especially because they have Nick Chubb as well, who will be the feature running back. So he'll do more of the carrying of the ball. But then when Kareem Hunt does get a chance to carry the ball, he's bound to make a big play here and there because they're not expecting him to carry it when he's in. So I, I, I don't know. I like Kareem Hunt this week. I would throw him in there in, in your flex or maybe even over Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I'm not doing that. He's the only one. Melvin Gordon is my only running back that's been consistent lately. Um, i got to mm-hmm. keep him in. But um, appreciate the advice. I am definitely thinking about that. Uh, and Mitchie, you don't, you're, you're not playing for anything. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So the other matchup, uh, you choose me I, or him. I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, I, I actually chose him, um, in my mind. And then I, I think Eli Manning coming back and Gardner Minshew coming back, uh, have changed my opinion a little bit. And I, I think I might actually pull this one off. Um, but I think way, you can troll Thaler and drop somebody and pick up Minshew. Uh, I actually, you know what? I um, I had a waiver wire request out to have Minshew, and I couldn't just I couldn't bear with having three quarterbacks. Um, uh, all right. Why? So, wait, who's your other quarterback? Tannehill. Uh. He's got an excellent playoff schedule in Lamar no, Jackson. No, I, no, I know. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm just, I was just trying to think of if, if there was a way you could drop him at a time where no one could pick him up and then pick him up again. Next he's week. just a safety for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just, in case Lamar gets hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's not a lot left on the waiver wire for quarterbacks right now. Um, and he's just he's a solid pick, I think. So, just safety. Yeah. Um, all right, so... Sailor, we covered Sailor's game. We covered my game. Uh, we have to cover yours and Gil's. Yeah, that's a big one because uh, Gil is definitely in the hunt. Yeah, and it's starting to look like I'm not even going to make – so I would have lost the head-to-head to Tim anyway, so I guess I'm already eliminated from the consolation bracket, which sucks. But at the same time, that means that I'm going to get the fourth overall pick next year. Um, <laughs> that's nice. Uh, that's the earliest I've picked in a long time, so I'm okay with that. Uh, so Tim's going to dominate Coco, I think. Uh, we'll skip over that. And then mine versus Gil. Um, I, it's really close. So the, the NFL projections have me losing to him by .03 hundredths of a point. 
Um, yeah. And I think Gill's biggest cons- – so both of our quarterbacks are in the same matchup. He's going to run with Tom Brady over in New England against Kansas City. I'm going to, of course, go with Patrick Mahomes over Kansas in Kansas City against the Patriots. And the only reason I'm doing that is because I think Jameis Winston, while he has been putting up a lot of points lately, has a tougher matchup against Indy. I just see him throwing four picks, whereas I don't see Mahomes losing the ball as much. Um, sure. Uh, I like Shady McCoy in that matchup. I like Miles Sanders has been stellar, almost outproducing Dalvin Cook since I traded him to Sailor. Um, also, Robert Woods uh, had a huge week last week. I'm expecting big things from him. I think I could beat Gil. Um, I hope you do. I know you do. Um, trying to look. So the the big question marks on Gills uh, is going to come down to Mixon. If Mixon gets a touchdown, if Mixon gets 10 points, I think that, that Gill could beat me. Um, the other question mark on Gills' team is uh, DJ Moore in Carolina. I'm curious about any Carolina Panther, including uh, Christian McCaffrey right now, based on them firing Ron Rivera. Oh, yeah, but you're not going to do anything with DJ Moore. No one in their right no, mind would sit him. Would would sit him? I, so my only thing is he's sitting Odell Beckham. I would I would play DJ Moore above James Washington. So if you're talking about sitting him for Odell, I would sit James Washington. I would sit James Washington for Odell too, especially considering James Washington's going to be getting shadow coverage from uh, Peterson, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, and I think Odell's matchup in, against Cincinnati is just stellar. I think um, it's fine how he has it, but if he could, good for him for sitting um, Prescott with two points currently. By the way, approaching well in the middle of the half or middle of the second. Yeah, Dak's been like that all season, though. That's true. Uh, um, but but yeah, it's too late to go back and switch that now. I, um, I would play Brady over. Um, uh, I would have played Prescott. Brady over Prescott in this matchup too, just because of the Bears' defense. Is that is scary? Man, and Brady just lost last week, and that's scary. Yeah, when he gets he gets fired up when they lose. Yep. And he plays bad too. And he, I mean, he was fired up at the end of the game too. That cost me the potential playoff berth in my other league too, because Julian Edelman had a blowout game at the end. Yep. Yeah, that came out of nowhere. Um, I mean, and the thing is, is that they, they've been. I don't understand why they don't just stick with the run and gun with Edelman and James White. That's what's been their formula for success all season. I think they. I think that Bill Belichick has been shying away from doing that if they don't need to, because it allows the team, their opponents, opportunities to scout that offense and try and figure out flaws that they can manipulate. Um, and so I think he's trying to avoid that, and they're saving that for the playoffs. Yeah. But, but I think you saw a little bit of it at the end of the game last week. Um, and it's not like they're in any dire straits for a playoff berth at this point. But I, I got a, a question for you because you have the player, um, and I have him. Been in bye weeks. Um, if you the top two teams of 
missed the first week of playoffs. So. Oh, get a bye week in the playoffs? Nice. Yeah, so I took over, not took, well, pretty much took over um, one of my uh, colleagues' teams. Um, he works at HQ, and they have, uh, within his team, they have a fantasy football league, and he joined and had no idea what to do. So I took over his uh-huh. team, unfortunately, after the draft. But we had a top two team. Uh, Coleman is one of my running backs. I don't need to play him, but it, how do you feel about him? I, I thought he was going to do a lot more than what he's been doing. So I think I think they've I think he's gotten bogged down by the committee. So I'm looking at his his weekly scores here. The last time he had a two ten point or a twenty. Sorry, a ten-point game was la- two weeks ago against Green Bay, and that's only because he got a touchdown. His actual productivity has been slack since the game against Carolina, where he put up week thirty-six eight. points yeah. in Week Eight. But since then, he's actually not performed very well at all. So, is he droppable? I honestly, I would go with Raheem Mostert over. I, I've, I I've thought too. about it too. I, I, I think Raheem Mostert is the more so Tevin Coleman, if they get in the goal line situation, is going to be more of a go-to guy than Raheem Mostert or Matt Breida. But also, Breida's coming back off an of injury right now. I'm curious as to see how both of them will do in that three-headed monster of a backfield now. Yeah, it's been hard for me to um, drop. It's been hard for me to drop Coleman, but um... yeah, I don't. It depends on who you're dropping him for, I guess. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Yeah. All right. So, your official uh, pick for this one is yourself? So, I'm picking myself over Gil. I'm picking Kyle over Dale. No, no, I'm picking Dale over Kyle, sorry. Um, I'm picking Tim over Coco. Sailor over Dan. I think Jake and Sessie, I think Jake's going to win but not by a lot. Um, and then I think, I think Mike, I don't know. I think you still beat Mike. I think Lamar Jackson's going to have a huge game against Buffalo. I think that game might break a record for running back, or sorry, for quarterback run yards. Yeah, he's having a um, historic season. I think he's the fantasy MVP. I th- so if you make the playoffs, which you probably will, I think he deserves that. Well, I think, I think not of our league. It. I think in general he's the fantasy MVP. I mean, the only other person that comes close, in my opinion, is maybe McCaffrey. But McCaffrey paid for him. Lamar Jackson, I got way late. Yeah, no, I'm, I think I think for sure he was one of the best draft picks made in any draft if he was taken in the sixth round or later. I think he was the ninth or tenth. I think you got him in the ninth or tenth round, yeah. Yeah, oh, but yeah, no, I think ninth. I think it was tenth or eleventh, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he's a, I think he's a solid play, and I'm jealous that you, you made that pick up. Yeah. But again, that's why, it's why it doesn't matter the rounds as much, and try to, Say that when I'm when discussing draft pick trades with people is it's you know it's levels so like the way I view it is like there's unless you're in a top five position so there's 
usually five the first five picks are unreplaceable, so they're on a tier of their own. And then everything after the first five picks until the end of the third round is about the same tier. And then everything yeah, from fourth round to the sixth sixth round is a different tier. You can find gems, but it's harder and harder to find gems. It's like going to mine gold and you go to a like a gold mine versus you're panning in the river. You can find gold in both, but one is way harder and less likely. Damn, that was yeah, actually a good analogy. It was a good <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Sometimes I throw ones out that are not too good. Um, <laughs> all right, so there you have it. We've got our playoff picture, our Eli's League pick them, and we started out with um, all of our regrets. Hit us up with <laughs> your regrets. Um, like, shoot them in the Slack channel or something. We'll throw them out for next week's episode. I feel like after, uh, I think next week, we should do um, something special. Have uh, have some people throw in what they their regrets, the things they're happiest about over their season before the playoffs actually get officially kicked off. Yeah, and I think it. And I think you know one thing I want to do at the end. So maybe leading up to the championship game is have like the most memorable moment for each team. Yeah. Like like so even for me like honestly wiping the floor with you this past week was quite a pleasant. I don't know, consolation in its own right for me. <laughs> just getting, just seeing my the players that I made blow up the way they did. Yeah. James White had 30 points. 30 points from James White, finally. That one didn't hurt so much because I already... It was already over at that point, yeah. yeah. But but still, just seeing that on the stat sheet made yeah. me feel really good. Especially I considering I wasn't I even going to make that play until Thielen was announced as being out. And so, yeah. And I was uh, even actually not. I was even considering playing BZ Johnson over over James White in that in that flex spot too. And yeah, I was, I, like, I was oh, shocked. Like, I didn't actually watch that game. It looked like an amazing game, but I didn't watch it. Uh, but I I looked at the score and then I looked at the score later of James White, and um, yeah, I, I was completely shocked. But um, also, here's another call out. Throw us a voicemail if you uh, want to say what's up. If you uh, want to tell us about your favorite moment of the season, something, just throw us a short voicemail message. Um, I would love to have multiple people who have been listening all year to be able to um, come on and just say what's up. So, all right, y'all. I think that's uh, that does it for us, and we will see you next week. Sorry about missing last week, that whole Thanksgiving thing, but uh, we'll, we'll be with you the rest of the season and uh, throughout the playoffs, even if we are all three of us are depressed because we're out. <laughs> It's very possible too that could well no, not all three of us. Well, one of get, one of the three of us after will one of the weeks. <laughs> That's true. All right, y'all. Take all right, care. guys.